Hi, and welcome to She Is Wise, a podcast dedicated to braver, bolder, bigger conversations for women who want to change the world. I'm Ellie Bell, an empowerment coach passionate about supporting women to show up in the world as their best version of themselves. I'm a former corporate executive with a background working in professional sport and a qualified life coach working with women for the past four years. I've got two gorgeous little girls, which are the reason I'm so determined to change the way women are in the world. I have an incredible husband who encourages, supports and shapes my work in ways that prove that men have to be part of the solution. And I'm Erin Hodson, a psychic medium and spiritual healer who believes that for the world to be a place I'm grateful and proud to leave for my two young sons, change is necessary and that change must be led by women. My work is deeply rooted in ancestors and understanding who we come from and who we can become. I love exploring the spirituality of who we are and the intersection of that with our human experiences. We're two women who grew up on opposite sides of the world, but when we met, instantly recognized each other as kindred spirits, ready to make meaningful change in ourselves, each other, and the world around us. Now is the time for women to be brave, vulnerable, and bold, to explore what is really true for us and how we can make meaningful change in the world. Join us as we dive passionately into conversation about things that really matter, share lighthearted banter with each other, and dare to challenge what we've been told we can do, have, and be as women. Hello and welcome to She Is Wise. How are you, my friend? I'm well, thank you so much. Very glad to see your lovely face and to be having this conversation today. I'm excited about the topic. So today we are going to be talking about the balance between our humanness and our spirituality, our spiritual self. And it's something that's really important to both of us because we both very much come at it from slightly different angles, but with the same end result. And being able to share this sort of stuff with you just seems really cool. But I mean, just a bit of background, I very much come at the work that I do in my career and the way that I talk to people generally, it's all about the sort of the more human side of things. So how our human existence impacts who we are and how we show up every day in our lives. So I have a very spiritual belief system for me. I'm very connected and, you know, I do have all of that. But actually, a lot of the work that I do is very much about our human existence. Whereas the work that you do is very much in the spiritual realm. Would that be fair? I think that's perfectly fair. And what I love actually about what you do is that like one of the reasons that really appealed to me when we first started talking, like the reason that I wanted to have more conversations is because I love that you aren't afraid of exploring like the impact of our childhood, the impact of our of society on where we are. Like we've had great, big, deep, meaningful, lengthy conversations, robust conversations at times around the history of society and how society has been built and brings everything to where we are now. And and I love that. I love that you come from that perspective of here's what humans have created and here's what our human experience gives us to work with. Like, I love that perspective. I come from a slightly different perspective though, in that when I enter that conversation, I do it first and foremost with that lens of, uh, you know, a psychic medium. I work with energy. I'm very much aligned to that concept of spiritual being, having a human experience. You know, everything is kind of on a universal level rather than an individual level. 
And so it's always engaging to have a conversation with you about that stuff because we do come at it from the same motivations, I think, where we both want to understand more about who we are and we both want to understand more about what we're looking to to do in the world and what we want to see the world look like but we're not coming at it with the same lenses and I think that that allows the conversation to be much broader much more holistic and much more meaningful I think. Totally agree and I think one of the challenges around the spiritual side almost and I'd love for you to share your thoughts on this is the fact that spirituality, I think, has almost had a bit of a bad rap for many, 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 many years. People who know me will know that I've always had this view that I can't be spiritual because I don't want to have dreadlocks, I don't wear hemp, and I don't speak very softly. You know, I like a gin and tonic, and I like to swear, and I couldn't see how this version of me could fit into my spiritual version. So I fought it for a really long time. I just couldn't get my head around how it was going to be something that was going to work for me. And I think that's one of the problems that a lot of people have is that it's kind of you have to be one or the other. And what I would love for us to do and for you to start sharing is how do we do both? Because we are humans, we're spiritual beings having a human existence, or we're humans with spiritual beings, you know, it's like, how do we incorporate it more? Yeah, I mean, I think it looks different for everybody. I think there's aspects of our spiritual being and aspects of spirituality that are deeply uncomfortable for some people in their human experience. There's also aspects of our humanness that disconnect us from our spirituality. And so it's about really being open to all possibility. It's about being open to exploring and excavating and and really seeking understanding and truth around what it looks like for us and finding that balance, that intersection between humanity and spirituality that allows us to be our fullest selves. And, you know, like I said, that looks different for everybody. It certainly looks different for you than it does for me. It looks different for me than it does for my wife. It looks different for you than it does for your husband. I think that's healthy. I think there needs to be more acceptance around that. But I also think that the thing that has been lacking in my experience is spaces where it's okay to be who you are and to want to be more of something, but not really know how. And so to have that freedom to explore, that freedom to express, and just to really seek, like, I firmly believe that you are in my life for lots of reasons, (laughs) this being one of them. But also, you know, I have gained so much from the conversations that we've had around who I am. I understand myself on a different level because you are in my world. And I think that's true of everybody. I think that's true of every person that we come into contact with. Every person, every interaction that we have is an opportunity to understand ourselves better, to understand the world better and to engage with it differently. Mm. I think one of the things sorry just jump in there one of the things that I find really important is that that space to be able to ask questions to ask the silly questions because when you are exploring something new that you perhaps don't know huge amounts about it can feel really daunting and you can feel like an imposter that you shouldn't be there that you you know you haven't got the appropriate robes so you perhaps shouldn't be showing up in this space there's a lot more of it around now I think it's a lot easier to find out information But being able to have really like open conversations about what it is that's true for individuals 
and which bits you want to take. I think that's what's so lovely about spirituality now. Is there's so much out there. There's so much opportunity to build what it is for you. You don't have to worry about conforming with a specific set of beliefs. Like you can actually build your own. And that's super, super cool as far as I feel. Yeah, I mean, that's a very feminine construct, I think, being able to take what you feel is true for you and to leave everything else on the table. I think if you look at spirituality in the way that we're moving forward now, it's much easier for people to embrace that concept of that doesn't really work for me, but that does. So I'm going to take that and I'm going to leave the other. You know, if we look historically at how spirituality has been framed by society, it's very much based around those patriarchal religious systems where one voice cuts all of the others out and says, this is the truth. And we haven't historically, in recent history at least, had the opportunity to really explore it and really understand it for ourselves and and navigate our way to our own truth and to what serves us as individuals. And I think that's the beautiful thing about what is happening now. It is becoming a bit more mainstream to have those conversations. It is becoming a little bit more acceptable to, you know, like there are things I think that you believe that I don't believe. And there are things that I believe that you don't, that doesn't change how I feel about you or how much I want you in my life or how prepared I am to show up as my full self. And I think that's the key. Yeah, totally. It's being accepting of others. And I think there's a lot about that at the moment that we're, it feels like there's a real shift in the world at the moment around whether that's going to become more prevalent, that we are going to become more accepting. Because, I mean, you see it in social media, it's such a challenging space that if you don't agree with, you know, the post that somebody's put out there, then it feels like there's this right to just be really negative and really bitter and really horrible to people and that's something that I really struggle with and it's definitely been something that's held me back in terms of sharing what I believe but I think we are getting to a space where it is a lot more accepting and the more we can lead by example the more that we can welcome you know all of these different approaches and that we can bring them together and provide a space for for that to be okay the easier it's going to be for people who perhaps haven't felt brave enough in the past to speak what it is they really want to speak. They're going to build that confidence because they're going to have a space that they can do it. You know, the spirituality piece, as I said, I really struggled with it for a long time because I wasn't sure how I fitted into it because, you know, I wasn't all like airy fairy and like what I had perceived as a stereotypical way. And there's also a lot of, if you're in that space, then You basically can't believe mainstream stuff. You know, it's right or wrong. It's one or the other. And I love the fact that it's starting to merge a bit more and we can choose what we want to believe and when we want to, you know, take the mainstream thoughts on versus when we don't. You know, all of that sort of stuff just seems really enlightening. And I'm excited that it's part of our life that we can start to see this happening. Yeah, I agree. Like, I love the fact that the hard work, I guess, in terms of breaking down some of those stereotypes and providing better access to that stuff. I'm grateful that that is done before our children have to navigate some of that stuff. You know, I think we as humans have been very black and white for a long, long time about whether something is right or wrong. I think there's a massive spectrum in between and it's not gray. It's a whole pile of different colors. 
you know, certainly for me, I didn't grow up with a spiritual background. I don't have any background in organized religion, any sort of, I guess, otherworldliness, for want of a better way of saying it. You know, as I've lost people along the way, uh, there's always been conversations about, you know, oh, well, they show up as a butterfly or they, um, you know, they're off in heaven and you can still talk to them and that kind of thing. But I had to kind of construct for myself my own understanding of what the world was. And for me, at a quite an early age, come to the understanding that this isn't our only life. I'd come to the understanding quite early on that, you know, reincarnation, if you like, for want of a better way of framing it, is a thing. And so for me to be able to then get to this stage of my life and start to unpack some of that stuff and you know, I just knew it was true for me. I didn't necessarily know where it came from. Um, now I'm having the opportunity to explore that and to excavate where has that come from because it was just a knowing. And so being able to go through that process of learning and understanding where it came from, why it was, you know, so sure for me, allows me to then support others to do the same thing and to excavate for themselves around, you know, what are your spiritual beliefs? What, what happens when you die? What happens mm. before you're born? You yeah. know, are you here for some great benevolent, bigger purpose or are you just here to make ends meet and, you know, get there, get things done and, you know, go on your merry yeah, way I've, off to heaven? I've always struggled with that concept that we're just here and then we die and nothing. Like I was like, well, what's the point? I just couldn't, I could never get my head around that at any stage as a child as a teenager, anything, I was always like, but what's the point? We've got to be more. And that that deep sense of knowing that you talk about, I think is really important. We haven't valued knowing, we haven't valued intuition, we haven't valued feelings for so long. We're so disconnected from it that it's really difficult now to just like take it as true. It's a completely relearning. And that's one of the things that that I love having these conversations about because it enlightens just another bit and another area that we can you know, become a bit more clear on what it is that we want to be moving forward. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think like for me, it felt necessary to come to some of those truths. Like when I was younger, had this concept that, you know, our souls are either one gender or the other. Mm-hmm. So our, our souls are either male or female at their core. Um, and how we show up in the human experience determines whether or not we're, you know, gay, straight, somewhere in between, whether we're masculine, feminine, all of that kind of stuff. And so for me, like going through that process was really important because it helped me navigate self-acceptance first and foremost. It helped me understand why I was the way I am and come to some sort of acceptable level of understanding around the truth there. Not everybody has that. You know, some people go through life just being able to, you know, deal with the the humanness and not have to worry about all of that stuff. And that's perfectly fine too. Like, I think however you come to this conversation, you know, whatever lens you have on when you arrive here, I guess the invitation whenever someone has a conversation with me around it, and I know you're much the same, is to strip all of those lenses away and take a look with a fresh perspective a blank canvas and create your own artistry around what spirituality looks like in your life and also what your humanness looks like 
you know I don't think that's necessarily as predetermined as people think it is oh we've been taught that things are a certain way and that's just the way it is and don't question it because hey it's much easier for the man sitting at the top if we don't question anything so my advice to everybody listening is question everything like this is the opportunity we have is to be able to take whether it's our spiritual beliefs or it's our own personal beliefs about money about relationships about work whatever it is if you have a thought if you have something in your mind just check yourself on it check is it really what you believe is that really what you want to take forward into the world is that what you would like your children to believe that's always a great one if you can like put it onto somebody else and be like do I want my kids to think this a lot of the time it's a no I don't so I better do some work around this one then <laughs> yeah that's a great tool for really getting them to tap into is that just comfortable for you to believe that or do you genuinely believe that yeah, um, yeah. and part of the reason why this conversation is so necessary and why we need to be opening the door for more people to join the conversation like there is no right or wrong answer here like I can't tell you what to think and you can't tell me what to think but you and, can and neither should you <laughs> exactly. you know that's what we've got to get used to is actually nobody should be telling us anything yes. and yet we've taken it that that's okay for so long we've been yeah. told that you have to listen to your teachers and you have to listen to like there are authority people that yeah absolutely have got but you can still question it you can still question whether the essence of what they're saying is correct like we all have free will we have choices and as we start to tune into what our deep knowing is and you talked about that deep knowing earlier we're able to make some big decisions about what it is we want in this world and if we're not willing to question things and question things without judgment is also key we will just be stuck where we are because nothing's ever going to change because we just keep on accepting the same old crap every day. And that's just bollocks quite simply. I'm just not up for that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I agree. I mean, conversely, when, while no one has the ability to tell someone else what to believe or what to think for themselves, we all have a responsibility to share our truth. Yeah. You know, I don't speak my truth in the world. I don't share what I believe to be true with the world with the intent that that will change how people think, mm-hmm. right? Like I don't have this conversation with you with the view that actually I want to influence the way that you think. I want to influence the way you engage with that thought. Mm, yeah, nice. I, I want to change the way that you approach things so that you accept that my truth is mine, but you check in with your own truth around whether that is still true for you. And if it isn't, be willing to explore what else might be available in that space for you. That, I think, is the the work that needs to be done in the world, is that we need to be engaging with the world and with the universe and with ourselves in a more open, more accepting, more curious way. And when we do that, that's when we bring the spiritual self and the human self together and say, hey, what can we create here? Because that's the magic. Yeah, we find that oneness, that balance, where you have a foot in each camp rather than both feet in one or the other. It's a much happier, easier place to be because you're not, you don't have that conflict. You don't have the two fighting for, you know, it's like when you've got two kids and they both want your attention and they're like both fighting and playing up. And, you know, this is an experience that I know that we both have and I'm sure people listening to (laughs) But it's kind of thinking about Stories. it like that, whereas if you can find a way in the middle and that, that balances both needs, 
then everyone is a lot happier. You're happier because everything's balanced. They're happier because they're not having to try and get your attention because they know that they're getting enough time. So I think being able to find a way to that balance, and it's not easy. And, you know, we do not profess to have it right most of the time. <laughs> you know, We've been talking recently how we both felt quite disconnected and actually the need to do more spiritual work has come up for both of us. Because it's really difficult when you're living a normal life, when you're living a human life, to make time for that because it hasn't been valued. And also there's shopping to be done and there's hoovering to be sorted and there's washing to be folded and there's children to feed and there's work to be done. It's like, geez, when do I have time for all of this? So I think by starting to accept it and bring it in as part of who you are, as part of your essence, you're able to make time for it because you can't not make time for it, if that makes sense. Well, that's the balance, isn't it? It's that, you know... It's not 50-50. It's never going to be 50-50. The world doesn't allow for that. There might be times where it comes to close to 50-50 and you have, you know, 50% of your energy is in that human experience of, you know, feeding the children and doing the work and paying the bills and all of those, you know, necessary things. But then there's also this space where it's about connecting yourself with the world around you in a way that is not about your humanness and that space you know sometimes it might be as small as 10 percent of your energy and your time but it is still necessary to have that space available and to maintain that connection because if you disconnect from that completely then all you are is human and that is never going to serve you you know it, it is about finding the balance and it does look different for everybody and it moves it shifts you know, I never used to have that. Now I have much, much more of it. Does it change? Sometimes. Sometimes I have to deal with all of the humanness, like in school holidays when my children are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but there are other times when um, I have the space and the energy available to really dive deeper into that spiritual self and to explore some of the things that come up for me, like past life work or you know, stepping into mediumship and doing more readings for people and connecting with spirit a lot more. And I think it's really super important that whatever it looks like for you, that you just learn how to honor that. You don't have to share that with the world the way that I do or the way that you do, but it's really important that you honor it for yourself, that if you're feeling called to do that, that you do it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, we could talk about this for a really long time, but I'm also really conscious that we've set ourselves a challenge that we're going to try and keep these conversations to around the 30 minute mark. And, you know, let's not ruin that in the first couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let's lure everyone in for a false sense of security that we're going to be quick and concise. And then once they're hooked, we can go real deep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, I think it's a really interesting conversation and, you know, we would love to hear what's coming up for people. So, you know, really do connect with us on our Facebook group. We're always in there, really active, answering questions. Reach out because we'd love to know what comes up for you when you think about your humanness and your spiritual side. How balanced are they at the moment? Is there more balance that you need? You know, talk to us, share what's going on for you. Yeah, it's a never-ending journey, finding that balance. And it's not something that is static. It's something that is constantly moving. And I think when you are open to exploring it, then the light and the fun that comes along with that and the sense of ease that comes along with that is much easier to find. Yeah, agreed. 100%. Well, awesome chatting as always. And we will be back next week. You've been listening to She Is Wise with Ellie Bell and Erin Hodson. 
If you've enjoyed this conversation, please remember to subscribe so you can join us next time. And if you haven't already, please consider leaving us a review or sharing this podcast with your friends. Thanks so much for joining us and we will catch you on the next episode.